This is Anchor LA, a podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Today is Wednesday, the 21st of March, 2018. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission is reported to be investigating Facebook after allegations that 50 million users' private information was misused by a political consultancy firm. This, according to the BBC, which stated that the commission is investigating whether Facebook violated the terms of a 2011 decree regarding the social network's privacy protections. Under that 2011 decree, Facebook must notify users and obtain their permission before data about them is shared beyond the privacy settings which they themselves have established. Facebook has already denied breaching the consent decree, this coming during a slew of data breaches such as the notorious Equifax breach in which 145 million users' information was stolen. However, in the case of Equifax, the users were unwilling victims, simply in the system of credit which enables people to buy or sell in today's society. Perhaps the same can't be said about the optional social media experiment. Toys R Us is preparing to close all of its stores and liquidation sales will start as soon as tomorrow in some locations. The company has notified workers that stores and warehouses in several states including Wisconsin, New Jersey, Missouri, Hawaii, and Georgia will shut down by May 14th. This according to Business Insider, which went on to state that the company is hoping to find a buyer for its Canadian business, as well as 200 of its most profitable stores in the U.S. This also coming as just the latest complete closure of well-known store brands such as American Apparel and Radio Sack, and giving some speculation as to whether companies such as Abercrombie & Fitch, Claire's, Foot Locker, Payless, and Sears, which have all announced massive closures across the nation, are soon to follow in complete business terminology. And little surprise here, Amazon has looked at the possibility of expanding its retail footprint by acquiring some locations from the bankrupt Toys R Us stores, considering the soon-to-be-vacant spaces for its own purposes. According to the Mercury News, additional stores would give Amazon space to showcase its popular Echo line of devices, which run on the Alexa voice-activated platform. Amazon sees voice as the next interface for people to access technology, supplanting computer mouses and touchscreens. And the benefits may be easier to demonstrate for Amazon in a real-world setting, such as the old Toys R Us buildings. QM Production, starring David Jansen as Dr. Richard Kimball, an innocent victim of blind justice, falsely convicted for the murder of his wife, reprieved by fate when a train wreck freed him en route to the death house, freed him to hide in lonely desperation, to change his identity, to toil at many jobs. Freed him to search for a one-armed man he saw leave the scene of the crime. Freed him 
to run before the relentless pursuit of the police lieutenant obsessed with his capture. From 1963 to 1967, mystery and suspense dominated many homes across the United States following the every move of Dr. Richard Kimball. The Fugitive was the story of a physician who, after being wrongfully convicted of his wife's murder and sentenced to receive the death penalty, escaped when the train carrying him to his final destination derailed. Once free, Dr. Kimball, played by David Jansen, began a cross-country search for the real killer, the one-armed man that Dr. Kimball saw fleeing the scene of the crime. At the same time, Dr. Kimball was hounded by the authorities, most notably by Police Lieutenant Philip Gerard, played by Barry Morse. In each episode, Kimball moved from town to town, always trying to remain unobtrusive and unnoticed, as he evaded capture and hoped to find the one-armed man. He adopted many low-profile aliases, did odd jobs, and often chose to put his anonymity at risk by aiding someone in need. Often, characters throughout the series discovered Kimball's true identity and used it to manipulate him under the threat of turning him into the police. But justice seemed to prevail in each subplot, as Dr. Kimball always succeeded in demonstrating his goodness and his innocence. Most episodes also contained a clue to the larger picture as well, the search for the real criminal, the murderer of the doctor's wife, distinguished only by the fact that he had only one arm. The Fugitive aired for four seasons and a total of 120 episodes were produced. The story was revived in 1993 when a feature film of the same name was released based on the same storyline starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. The story itself is a popular plot, an innocent man on the run for a murder he did not commit while simultaneously pursuing the real killer. The main storyline of The Fugitive has also been done famously in the Alfred Hitchcock movies The 39 Steps, Saboteur, and North by Northwest. But a long-running TV series of this nature was something new, and in 1967, as the series wound down, apprehension for the long-awaited conclusion rose to a fever pitch. Part 2 of the TV series finale, in which all was revealed, was the most watched television series episode up to that time, and over 78 million people tuned in to The Fugitive on the last evening that it aired. The era of social media has perhaps made it all the more evident to believers that following a biblically Christian lifestyle, such as that which is taught in God's word, is very unpopular and warrants discrimination and persecution, both verbal and physical, in various places across the globe. But beyond physical persecution, such as that which is found in places like China and the Middle East and other areas, Jesus encouraged believers with blessing for having verbal or typed insults cast against them. Matthew 5 reminds us that we are blessed when people insult us and persecute us and falsely say all kinds of evil against us because of Christ. In fact, to be an obedient citizen of the kingdom is to be adapted to stated abuse and berating. 
James wrote, Count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Jesus was certainly no stranger to this in his earthly ministry. As he stood before the Sanhedrin after his arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane, we read in Matthew 26 that Jesus was spat upon, beaten, and taunted with the words, Prophesy to us, you Christ, who is the one who hit you? And as he was being sentenced to crucifixion by Pilate, Mark 15 relates that Jesus was again beaten, spit upon, and mocked, this time by the Roman soldiers. As we all are too often aware, not just on places like Facebook or YouTube, faithfulness to Christ may even cause friends and loved ones to say things that cut and hurt us very deeply. But we must remember as Christians that we are reminded and encouraged time and again in scripture. The hallmark of a blessed person is righteousness because godly living is what incites persecution and verbal assault of God's people. And such persecution because of a godly life is to be counted all joy. As we read in Acts 5, the apostles rejoiced after persecution because they had been considered worthy to suffer same for his name. May we strive to do all we can to live faithfully for Christ, even in the face of verbal abuse, physical persecution, or hurtful and stifling cultural pressures to stay silent about Christ. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.